Hello and welcome to episode number 40 of The Heart of Teaching. I'm Nathan Rivers and today's episode is entitled Connections. The relationships we have with others are some of the most important things in life, whether that be our relationships with parents, children, siblings, friends, teachers, students, or coaches. The lessons in today's episode echo how important and fundamental these connections we have with others are, and how these relationships go far beyond the confines of a classroom. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow us on Instagram. The link to do so is available in the episode description. The Heart of Teaching proudly supports Mom Stop the Harm. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to The Heart of Teaching. I'm Dave Ruzicki with my friend and producer, technical advisor and student, Nathan Rivers, and thanks for joining us today. In this episode, I thought I'd like to talk about connections and as teachers and coaches, how we can create, model, foster, and promote those important connections between the students and between the students and ourselves. Now, by connections, I mean, what is it the students have in common with each other and what do we have in common as teachers with them? Now, when we as teachers and coaches can make those connections, we can help motivate the kids to become more tolerant and accepting of all people's interests. Now, often their performance both in and outside that classroom will have a ton to do with whether they connect with their teachers and their peers. If they do, that influence can be absolutely invaluable with regard to their work ethic, values, relationships, and ultimately, success. So I guess the question is, what interests and ideas do you bring to the classroom or, or the coaching fields or gymnasiums that may start you connecting with your players and with your students? Now for me, the very first thing that I do in, in the beginning of the year, I talk, uh, I talk to the kids about my interests and my passions. And that's to give them a better understanding of the person in front of them. And hopefully, some may connect and feel more comfortable in the classroom because of some common interests that we share. So I talk about my love for comic books, movies, cooking, sushi, gardening, animals, dogs, football, fitness, 60 to 70s rock, motorcycles, and yes, wait for it, the accordion. Seriously, the accordion. Then I do this activity. I have each student pair up and introduce the person beside them. They introduce them to the class and tell their peers three things about their new friend. I go through the whole class. And that's because we now have a better understanding of the people in the classroom and who is gonna be with us the entire year. And, and then I do this activity, I get a poster board and I make sure they put their name in the middle of this poster board and then what they're to do is they're to list the interests and the passions all around their name. Now I put up all of these poster boards throughout the classroom. I teach about 150 kids a year, so you can imagine the class will just be literally um, completely stamped right through with all these poster boards. And then I have the kids walk around the room and read each of these poster boards. And the activity is they're supposed to recognize one or two things that they learned about their peers. And I like to promote that concept that it'd be a pretty boring world if we all liked the same thing. And I also like to promote this concept that it's so important for us to understand and respect all of our similarities, but also 
our differences. I'll never forget several years back, uh, and it was in the beginning of the year, I uh, noticed about three or four boys were reading comic books in the hallway just outside my classroom. And another group of boys started to tease them. And immediately the boys that were reading the comic books shuffled around and they put their comic books away because they were embarrassed. And I had overheard this conversation. It's before I had talked to uh, this specific class about some of my passions. So they had no idea the things that I was interested in. So once again, I overheard this conversation. So I walked up to the boys, and, and there were the young men on the ground and uh, the other boys standing over top. And I uh, said to them, I said, so what are you guys reading? And sheepishly, one of the, one of the kids looks at me and he goes, uh, comic books. And I said, all right. I said, what, what comic books are you reading? One of the boys pulls up a book and he said, it's a Spider-Man 121. It's a, it's a reprint. And the other boy started to snicker, right? And I said, that's a great book. I said, that's a Gwen Stacy issue. You finished it? <laughs> the, everyone sort of went silent. He said, no. I said, well, after you read that one, you got to read 122. It's even better. And you just see what happens to the Green Goblin in the end. But I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to spoil it. And I stared at the boys that had been teasing him. And I said, oh, and by the way, boys, I said, I, uh, I not only read comic books, but I collect them. And one of the boys in this group looked at me and said, he goes, don't you coach football, though? as if football coaches or players can't read comic books. And I kind of looked at him and I said, what does that have to do with it? I said, life's all about enjoying stuff and experiencing as much as you can. Everyone should be able to do whatever they enjoy doing, you know, as long as it's uh, not impacting other people in a negative way. And they just kind of looked at me and the boys on the ground started to smile. And I made that group understand that you got to accept, accept what other people enjoy doing and don't poke fun at them. And, you know, it's important that we get that message out to our students. And that's one of the first steps in allowing them to become a, a well-rounded young adult and accepting of others. And I think that's so important. You know, I honestly believe my students get me. I'm sure that some of them think that I'm out there at times, but they understand that I believe that you should never have to give in to peer pressure regarding what's cool and what's not cool and ever be embarrassed about what you enjoy or who you are. Now, these cliques that exist in our schools that divide the kids up into social groups, I think we as teachers and coaches have a responsibility to, to ensure that those groups are more accepting and tolerant of their peers because that's how you start to build a stronger school culture and a more accepting community. Now, prior to the pandemic, I always ate my lunch in my classroom with my students, and that was uh, to help and support them if they needed any help academically or they just needed to talk. And honestly, I'd probably have between 50 and 60 kids show up. Now, that wasn't just to visit with me, but that was to interact with each other. I'd have the, the football kids who would be in there to eat their lunch with their coach. I have kids from the comic book club. I've had some of the gamers who are using my big screen TV as a monitor. I had uh, Magic the Gathering who would play uh, their games in my classroom, the cross country team. You name it, I had it. All the kids would show up. And that's because everyone knew that they were welcome. And what's interesting is how they, how they all interacted because they did. And it's almost as if those barriers that can exist in these different social groups didn't exist in room 206, my classroom. And for me, that was amazing. And it made me feel good about the kids that I teach. I even look at my relationship with Nathan Rivers, my student producer, 
that does everything for me with regard to this podcast. And make no mistake about it, it doesn't happen without his expertise and his support. Now, I taught his older brother, Aiden, who's since graduated. Now, Aiden's connection with me was as a result of our football program. He played and he was also one of the best managers I ever had. Now, Nathan and I connected not because of you know his love for football, but it was our common interest in movies and our love of pop culture. Now, what's kind of funny is their younger brother, Leland, who will be attending school next year and be in my, uh, my grade 8 class my last year, he's super into planes. And I was telling Nathan, maybe I need to brush up on my aviation knowledge. But the point is, the more we can connect with our students, the better our experience and their experience will be in the classroom and, more importantly, outside of the classroom, in the real world. So, in conclusion, the question, once again, is what can you share about your interests and passions with the kids that you teach. Are you into poetry, accordion music, dinosaurs? Do you play the tuba and love sushi? Is Fast and Furious 9 your favorite movie and The Martian Chronicles your favorite book? Because if you put yourself out there and make those connections, that's huge in our profession. And finally, if we can teach and allow our students to have a clear vision of other people's interests and passions, you'll start to see those obstacles that can be so divisive in our society. We can start to see them come tumbling down. And ultimately, and regardless of what grade you teach or what subject that you teach, should not be one of our primary goals. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode or any others, please give us some feedback on Apple Podcasts or hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Each episode has a picture directly related to it. And uh, you might find it interesting. And so this is Dave Rizicki with Nathan Rivers. Thanks again for being with us. Please take care, be well, and as always, peace. I can see clear.